0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's Tuesday, so it's time for It's My Money with Brenthurst Wealth. And from Brenthurst Wealth is Gustav Reinhardt today. And Gustav, I was just sort of reflecting because we're almost halfway through the year. It seems to have flown by. And uh, I think it's flown by because there's been so much interest. So you wake up in the morning, you're consistently busy in no matter what financial field you're in. And then you wake up the next morning and it happens again. And before you know it, half the year has gone. And I was just wondering about the behavior of your clients, because it's, it's interesting. Do they sort of say to you, well, we know what's going on, so don't worry too much about it. Or do they phone you up and say, what on earth are we going to do now? How has it been for you?
1: Well, yeah, Lindsay. Um, I think we are very uh, privileged in the situation that that we found ourselves in the the, the past year, uh, especially Brenthurst, um, with our views into the market. Now we position clients. The the past couple of years turned out perfectly for us to this date. But I think the initial um, conversation that you have with the with the client and help him to get a great understanding of what he's invested in, um, gives him a lot of reassurance in times like these. So I think the better job you do at the beginning uh, to get the client to understand what type of products and structures you are putting him into, um, the less requests you will get in uncertain uncertain times like this.
0: What is the most common request that you get? Is it something like Gustav get me out quick, because I've just watched CNN or something, or Gustav, what have you got me into? Which, well, which one is it? I mean, do they request a statement of their portfolio and how you're approaching this crisis, which seems to be dissipating somewhat, certainly in the short term? What is their psychology?
1: Yes. So what, what, what normally happens is uh, clients don't always perfectly know how they are invested and how safe they actually are. So um, with the social media and news and fake news and everything that's going on in the the world, clients read something and immediately they get worried, uh, what if I'm invested in this and my financial advisor doesn't know about this? So immediately they call and ask you a question about a certain news feed or something that they did read and they want to know, is their investment still safe or not? Um, what do you know about this article or, or everything? So as a financial advisor, I think it's very important to read a lot and to be knowledgeable about every single asset and, and factor in the industry. What I also get a lot is clients that have very old statements uh, with certain companies and Uh, Times like this makes them look at their financial situation because they know the world is in a crisis and and everyone's complaining about their financial situations. And they actually start looking because they have all the free time in the world now at home. So they start looking at the investment and what the returns actually have been. Because when someone uh, signs a debit order for an investment and it goes on five, six years, the statements you get, you see the growth because it's debit orders bumping in there that you forget about. But what they don't see is what is actual growth on this investment, besides debit orders that contributes to the investment's growth. So the moment they start realizing that that internal growth for the past six to ten years has been like m- minus one percent, some in the in some cases we get in some cases we get two percent annualized. Then they start worrying and asking about the fees of those products and then they want to move out of those and, and get mad about certain companies um, that, that put them in structures with penalties and everything that just eats up all their growth.
0: That's interesting. Just going back to what you said in the beginning of your answer, you have to keep in touch with more or less everything because your clients sitting at home, watching television, watching social media whether it be fake news or, or real news, they know what's going on as much as as much as you do, which in the, in the past maybe wasn't the case. So you have to keep on top of everything all the time. Otherwise, they'll say, "Did you see this?" and you say, "No," and they think, "Wait a second, you're my fund manager, you're my wealth manager."
1: Absolutely, and uh, I think that's what makes it very, very hard. If you are only a, 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 how can I say, one man uh, or one financial advisor doing something, we 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 follow a certain methodology at Brenters that we work in interlinked groups. So we share our views, we share every article, and uh, we, we discuss the articles that's coming up on the news because not one person can look at all the news flashes and everything. So what we do is we have a group and we have discussions daily about new feeds that come out, new social media posts, everything that's going around so that everyone is 100% updated and know what the clients and, and the company's view are according to certain products and certain new news that comes out in the world. And I think that in, in the end of the day will give your client a very, very well-planned uh, solution and advice.
0: How are you positioning yourself or rather your clients' portfolios now? Are you one of these people that is sceptical about the recovery that we've had, or are you someone that says no? That was just a moment in time, and the world is opening up again, and we are going to have an embellishment, a momentum yeah. that will take its take its take its form in mm. uh, even higher prices. If you see what I mean?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yes. So this is a a very common. Um, what can I say, topic that, that investors want to talk about because a lot of people are sitting in money markets currently and, and a lot of people want to go in, into investments and a lot of people want to get out of investments after this recovery because they're scared of a second wave. Um, I think the best on the end of, in the end of the day is to diversify your portfolio because... The the, the the SARB has cut rates a few times over the past year um, to help with investment growth. So um, clients aren't happy in money markets anymore because it gives you a 4% plus minus return. Um, and, and and that's just not good enough for them. So I think the best way to approach this is not to look at emotional behavior or the market because it will recover over time um, and just follow a portfolio diversified approach according to the risk and the needs of the client. So um, I always approach a client as to what's happening currently, but also looking long-term and I know over the long-term you will see growth.
0: Yes, long-term history dictates that we will see growth. Is there, is there anything that you've done that has been slightly different from when we last spoke, which was pre-COVID-19, Gustav? I mean, it seems like a long time ago, but that was the last time that we spoke. I mean, for example, a lot of companies on the JSC have scrapped their dividends. Do you say to your asset management team, well, you know, maybe we should reduce a little bit of this company because it's not paying a dividend at the moment, or we should stay with this one or increase this one because they are, and they're sticking to their guns. In other yeah. words, have you tweaked your portfolios
1: Well, not necessarily the companies and, and the assets we are investing in and have been invested in is a lot tech driven biotechnology and the the, the medical uh, research kind of environment, and those companies have done exponentially well. Um, about dividends and companies with big balance sheets, the the moment you talk about companies that gives out dividends to its shareholders, it, it speaks of the, the 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 healthiness of the balance sheet of the company, and it creates intrinsic value over time because shareholders actually. Um, see the payout and the growth they get in, in payouts of dividends and the share price growing. Um, but I think on the other hand, a lot of investors and the market out there knows, well, everyone's going through a tough time. So a short term stop of dividends isn't necessarily the worst thing in the world. Um, because the company actually needs to build up a cash flow again to, to get themselves up and running after this whole virus.
0: Yes, indeed. What is your outlook, would you say? I mean, I've already asked you whether you're skeptical about the V-shaped recovery that we've seen, certainly in the stock market, mm-hmm. and also uh, the economy. There were some purchasing managers' index numbers coming out of Europe today, which were very surprising mm-hmm. to, to the upside, and that's, that's a very good yeah. sign. But do you think yeah. with, the, with a potential second wave, we might, get a lot of people that have bought in maybe on margin maybe this whole legion of new traders that we keep on hearing about uh, you know youngsters that are staying at home and getting online accounts do you think that there could be a sort of a double dip in other words it comes back to the old lows the stock market that is (laughs)
1: this uh, uh Lindsay, I think this can absolutely happen, so I would suggest that any investor that invest now has to absolutely take a long term view because there's two like um, two outcomes to this scenario as you as you mentioned the one is that they find a vaccine in the near future or something that can uh, stop the virus and, and everything in its tracks and get the world back to fully operating and and production that, that most com- uh, countries are at uh, currently. So that's where you see the sentiment growing. Uh, secondly, it's the stimulus packages that helped a lot. Um, the Fed uh, printing money and pumping it into the system. Uh, South Africa got uh, bunch of a uh, whole bunch of loans that's not necessarily good but it gives the economy a bit of a kickstart and a bit of sentiment boost the problem is when this thing uh, goes on too long the virus um, those packages and the stimulus gets runs out and then we sit we're sitting in a worse situation than actually uh, we were initially in and that is the danger And that's where we will see uh, the depth the in the markets again because liquidity dries out and that's the danger so long term view is absolutely fundamental in a decision like that to go into markets now
0: Final question, final point you're going to be watching that budget very, very carefully tomorrow it's an emergency budget it's almost a Worcester survival budget and there may be tax changes there may be changes that materially affect every single one of your clients uh, Gustav, so a very important day for you tomorrow
1: Yes Yeah, the budget can go a lot of ways. I think there's going to be a lot of – they're going to speak about a lot of factors about restructuring and how they are going to pay this debt. And I have a bad feeling, and I don't want to call this, but um, I think they're going to have to get wealth tax they're going to touch on wealth tax and and, and tax the wealthy uh, a bit more. So that would absolutely be a factor, and that's not necessarily for the government. It's a good thing because they get more money, but it's not a good thing for uh, the the, the, top 10% of the country because a lot of investors just decide this isn't worth it anymore. Let's take our money to a safe haven, Mauritius, or the Isle of Man. And and that's not what you want for a country on the other side.
0: That's really not. I have a feeling that on Thursday, your phone is going to be very difficult to get through to uh, because of the volume of calls that you're going to have. I've just got a feeling that there's going to be some surprises in that budget. Gustav, thank you very much for your analysis. That's Gustav Reinhardt from Brenthurst Wealth. And that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company.